So this is really offbeat, oddball conversation because I think it's less of a conversation and more about me just like sharing part of myself. Um, <laughs> not me necessarily trying to figure something out, but maybe that'll happen. However, uh, so the title of this is based off of a reality TV show by the same name, Love is Blind, and uh, I, I just finished watching the second season. I hadn't watched the first season, and I didn't see like the first, I think, three episodes of the second season, but um, yeah, I just finished watching that, and uh, I didn't like... I was like really into it, but the last episode is what they had to like call a reunion show, where the cast members, the main cast members, come back with the, the hosts, and they start discussing things, and kind of, there's like a question and answer type period, and I don't know how long they were really there for, because there's editing involved, um, and I think the episode was an hour and 15 minutes, or an hour and 10 minutes, or something like that, so I don't know how long they were actually there, but, um, uh, that's just a little fun insider face for people in the know um, <laughs> man this is like really awkward but that's okay so where was I oh yeah during the reunion a whole bunch of things got brought up about the show that I was like hey this is like what I wasn't expecting this I was just like was entertained by the high drama and the the things going on and it was just one of those shows that I'm like this doesn't engage my cerebral like matter at all it's just pure entertainment and fun and light uh even though there's like a lot of drama i would still say it's light like i'm invested like really <laughs> invested but in like a comical way um i didn't expect it to open up any avenues for conversation with myself or to like really like there's conversations about like what's happening and who do you like as a character <laughs> i'm gonna say character um as a person or not or a character, there's that stuff, and just, like, discussing, like, what is happening and what do you think is going to happen, but I didn't think that it would open up this other door to a room full of conversations about relationships the way that it did, and that really only happened in that last episode that was the reunion, but I also, they don't tell you, at least I didn't hear it, um, so maybe I just missed it, how long after, like, they left the show to the reunion it had been. Um, I, I have no idea. Like, they had an opportunity to watch the show, but I don't know if they watched it before it went to TV um, or to Netflix or wherever. Like, I don't know when they got to watch that or if they got to watch it ahead of time somehow. Anyway. So, that's like a really long intro and preface to this silly little conversation. But there were a bunch of things that got said that I was like, okay, yeah, like I, I, I am not necessarily learning about myself, but I was reminded about how I can definitely differ from other people. And one of those things of like the whole, so the whole premise of the show, that's the other thing. So the premise of the show is that you have a bunch of, you got women and men and it's very binary like that. And I think they're basically all heterosexual relationships, um, that they have an opportunity to form. They don't have an opportunity to really form other relationships. And they are kept separate. They live in two different areas. And then they go into what are called the pods. And they get to, through a wall, have a conversation with 
someone else of the opposite sex. Um, and they get to know people without seeing what they look like, without knowing what they look like. They get to know these people, and then if they feel like there's a match after a set amount of time, I don't remember how much it was, like a week or something of talking to people, they could propose, just like, like that. So the show isn't really just about, is love blind? Because that's the question. Like, there, there is a question there. Like, is, can love be blind? Can you fall in love with someone without knowing what they look like or without being attracted to their body uh, or their face, whatever, their aesthetic beauty? Um, but there's also this other element of time where it's like, you could play that game out. Like, how would, you, I don't know how, the logistics of how you'd be able to do that don't work, right? Of like, how could you have these conversations with somebody for months and months and months and then, like, have to, like, interact with them and do things with them? Because talking is one thing, but, like, trying to plan a life together is something else. And, like, interacting in public together and interacting alone and all those things play a role, even if it's not about looks. It's about chemistry or compatibility that you might not get from conversations. So that's this whole other element there that they don't really speak about. But the time is this massive factor that, like, it's not just about, like, can you actually fall in love with someone without... Can you commit to someone without knowing what they look like? Because I think had people been given way more time, that would have changed things a lot. But, anyway. So then they propose, and then they have to, like... Then they there's this reveal where they meet each other physically, and then they have to proceed with that relationship, and then they end up, like, meeting each other's parents eventually, and all this stuff. So, anyway, there was this conversation about how one of the dudes on there shouldn't have been on the show at all, because his, he was focused on looks, and he asked people in the pods, like, oh, do you work out, or could I lift you up, or, like, he was focused on weight without coming out and saying it. He was trying to figure out if people were overweight or not, um, or, or just fit, or petite, or I don't know, but he, he was focused on that. And so someone said, this isn't the show for you. Why did you come on here? And he, eventually he admitted that it wasn't the show for him. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I guess it wouldn't be the show for me either because that is a factor. Like, there are some people that I know, multiple people, who can be more attracted, physically attracted to somebody over time um, with the emotional connection. Where, like, the aesthetics of that person don't change, but it feels like they do, and they're more physically, sexually attracted to them, because emotionally and mentally they have a, a much better connection with them. And how some people can just turn ugly to them, and there's no physical attraction anymore, if they're a really crappy person. And that's not a thing for me. Um, it's like an innate thing. I don't know how much nature, nurture is involved there, but it seems to have always been a thing with me since I first, you know, in puberty or whatever, like really realized how much I liked women and explored relationships with women, uh, that I can separate those things. That I would not want to be in a long-term relationship with someone who's just has aesthetic beauty and I don't have chemistry or compatibility with. That won't work. I know it won't work and it's not what I want. And, but for me, it really is both things. Like, I need chemistry and compatibility. And the chemistry is split into more than one area, too. Because it's not just about looks. 
because like how you interact physically with that person someone could look really great what if they're like a horrible kisser but they're like you are so attracted to them on a physical object level as like there's this thing where I, 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 I've talked about before is being able to separate the fact that like yeah a person is a person with, with a mind and feelings emotions thoughts but they also are a physical thing they aren't just like a, an invisible energy of feelings and, and thoughts and ideas they do have a physical presence and therefore could be judged based purely on appearance, like a book. You could judge a book by its cover and not get to know that, read the contents of that book at all. You could just be like, that's a really pretty looking book, I'm going to buy it. And then you commit to that book and it sucks, right? Or you could have like a really ugly looking cover, uh, one that you're just not attracted to that book at all. It's just, you don't like it, and then you get into reading it and it's amazing and... It's funny because I've never made this comparison to books before, but like I, I love books and I, what attracts me to a book first is the cover and it makes me want to read about it to see if I will like it and then depending on what I read about it, either online or if, if there's a book jacket or just a blurb or something, um, depending on what I read about it, then I will purchase the book and I'll commit to that book and then eventually I will read that book and then whatever, it's good or bad or both or great, amazing and Garbage? I don't know. Anyway, um, for me, I can be physically attracted. I can be attracted to someone's aesthetic visual appearance without knowing anything about them. They're just a physical object in that sense because I don't know any of their thoughts or feelings or emotions. Um, I just know what I'm seeing. That's like looking at a car. I don't know what's under the hood. I don't know how well it works. I don't know... How, how nice the ride is or whatever. I don't know about the broken parts or the things that are awesome and have been like aftermarket, whatever. I just know how it looks and that's it. And I could just be like, wow, that's really pretty looking. That's all. I'm not saying that's an amazing vehicle because I don't know if it is. I just know that it looks really nice. But that a lot of people are very um, upset by... I, I, by the fact that that's just a thing with me or others, um, that that is a, a thing that exists, I guess, that, like, I could just be attracted to the outside without knowing the inside. I can't be in a relationship with that person based off that. It's just that I can acknowledge the fact that you have an outside and it looks good to me or it doesn't look good. And that doesn't mean that there is great chemistry there either. However, the opposite is somewhat not true. That I feel like if I wasn't attracted to someone's exterior, I wouldn't be able to have good chemistry with them. So, I think there are some people who happen to fall into the category that, that I do as well, that, the, that there's a physical sexual part of a relationship which is important and matters as much as the emotional mental connection some people that matters way more, some people it doesn't matter as much, uh, and some people could still have that be on par of like, hey, I need that to be equal, an equal part of things. I need to have that compatibility as well with somebody and that chemistry with somebody. But then there's a difference where sometimes, I, again, I know some people who are just like, yeah, that person, they look they cool, but I'm not attracted to them because I don't know what their 
physicalness is like. I, I mean, not physicalness. I don't know what their emotions are like. I, I, like, I don't know their heart. I don't know their values or whatever. So it just stops really quickly. Of like, yeah, that person looks like they they're an aesthetic object. That's it. But they don't have like a lust for them in any way. Um, and they also don't. Yeah, it doesn't increase. The physical portion doesn't increase or lower their attraction to a person at all. It's based off of emotions and their ideas and who they are, their personality and values. And then they could, that can enhance their looks or the opposite and be like, I'm not attracted to you anymore and you don't even look good to me anymore, etc. And that's just wild to me. Like, that's just a thing that for me, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not, again, I just want to say I'm not wired that way, but I don't know how much of it is nature, how much of it is nurture, but I don't work that way regardless of how I became this way. Um, I definitely see people as two distinct parts, and one is like a physical part or an object or a visual. There's a, you, you have a visual presentation, and then there's the rest of that, which is your interior, your emotions, your heart, your mind, your whatever, personality and values and all those things. And I do need both of those things. Um, and that's why I realized, that, man, I, can, I, I also wouldn't be on that show. Like, I couldn't be on it in good faith because I already know the answer. I, I already know for me that love is not blind, that I would not be able to just have this amazing, like, or, or multiple amazing conversations with somebody and then... We, we, there's like, I'm just like, you're amazing, you're everything that I want, you're whatever, and then I meet them and I'm like, oh, okay, but I'm not attracted to you. Like, I, I won't, just, just because everything else could be so compatible, and you could have like, mental chemistry, emotional chemistry, but if I'm not attracted to the visual, I just, it doesn't work for me. And I already know the answer to that. And that's the interesting thing about that show, is that, the only way it works, it, 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 the contestants, if you want to call them that, would be based on the fact that they don't know. Because at the end, when they're like, after the marriage happens or it doesn't happen, it's like, well, I guess we really found out that love is blind or that it isn't blind because both of those things happened. And it's just like, yeah, I already know for me that it's not, but it's not just, I don't know. That was one of the parts that I found silly because there's a lot of blanket statements that get thrown around and it's just like, hey, but people are different, right? Like, some people have no care in the world for, um, like, if they're super asexual and just, like, don't have a libido or desire physically, sexually for anybody, and maybe it doesn't matter what they look like or anything, uh, and there's just a whole spectrum of what you can be attracted to in very many different ways, including the, including the physical. Um, but that's the thing, like, the show is not for people who know, because some people might know, I know that love is blind for me, I already know that, like, I am just attracted to people's hearts and minds, and that's it, and the physical part of them doesn't matter whatsoever, their, their visual doesn't matter at all, I'm just attracted to people's hearts, which is the thing that some people say, and believe, and I'm sure is true. You wouldn't be on that show either, because you already know the answer, and just like, I know the answer for me, that it is not blind for me. Like, I know that I need this other component to be there. One does not trump the other outright for me. So, the only people that should be on that show are the people that don't know if love is blind or not. 
because that's they call it an experiment a lot of times, which I think is like really weird, but maybe honest because they're it's an experiment because they don't know because they don't have an answer yet because it's they don't know if that's true for them or not. So it makes sense, but it's also like kind of cold and awkward to say that we're in an experiment to find love. Anyway, that's love is blind. Uh, <laughs> That's just, yeah, I don't know. Again, like, I didn't think I really found out something about myself. It's something I already knew. The show kind of reminded me of it or, like, brought something to the forefront for me of just, like, yeah, like, this is how things differ for me. And I really, on a lot of levels, related to a lot of things that this most hated character was saying. Um, and that's the thing. There were parts of him that... that <laughs> I say character, and it's one of the things that he pointed out without saying it, but... But that's the thing. You are on TV. You are on camera. You are being watched. You know that people are going to look at this. That changes your your actions and your thoughts and how you would do things. and how you, That changes that. 100% it does. But there's a spectrum of that. Some people were probably maybe only 1% affected by it. And some people might have been 99% affected by that and everything in between. And he calls out people being really fake. And he's like, some people probably did things because they wanted to stay on the show longer. Even though they knew that they didn't want to be with that person anymore or whatever. And... He talked about the editing of the show as well, and I was like, yeah, that's a consideration. Like, we only get to see someone's edit of this to paint a certain picture. We don't have all the context. We don't have all that stuff. Anyway, it's an entertaining show with a cool premise, and I also like that it's not as, like, trashy as other, like, reality TV dating shows. Um, there's just not the same type of... It's not like there's a prize or there's money or there's an incentive other than just like if someone would want to be on TV or whatever. The incentives are different for being there and it seems a little more wholesome. It still is like, it still is quote-unquote reality TV, which doesn't exist. Um, that's not reality and those people are characters, um, caricature, caricatures of themselves and they're playing a character of themselves for sure, and some of that is incredibly subconscious, and some of it they're probably very aware of. But, anyway, that's Love is Blind.